Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. This morning... I want to bring you the word from the book of Philippians. And my title this morning um, is Jesus, name above all names. And we've been singing about that all morning, the name above all names. And I really want to dive into the name of Jesus this morning because God's really been speaking to me about his name, about using his name, about walking in his name. And so let's get straight into it. I want to do, I want to sort of um, go a little bit into some teaching this morning, which is not my normal, normal thing, but um, so if you'll bear with me as I take you through some stuff and then we'll tie it all up in um, the New Testament, okay? So it's Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. Therefore God has given, has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word in this house and we just declare your word is truth, your word is life. And Father God, we adhere to that word this morning, Father God. I pray, Father, as I bring the things that you have been depositing in my heart out, Lord God, that it would be, Lord, milk for those who need milk and meat for those who need milk meet but Lord God above all else that you'd be glorified father that the word this morning will do what you're sending it to do father God that you will Lord God just enlighten and enliven it in our hearts as we hear the word this morning father we would have a fresh revelation of you and of your precious son Jesus whose body and blood was given for us and we thank you this morning that in all things you are God I ask that you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer to portray the things that you're showing me Lord God and I give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory because it's all about you and everyone said amen this morning the name of Jesus it's come through so many times so much as we've really pressed in in worship this morning the name that is above every name but I want to look first of all about the uh, Old Testament and names in the Old Testament and how they came about. So just bear with me as I I just lay a foundation and a platform. Old Testament culture was a name often summarised character or was a description of someone's personality. Names were often given prophetically, describing the traits that they had manifest in their lives. Jacob, for example, um, a supplanter, became Israel. Um, That meant ruling with God. Um, names pointed to an occupation. So Archippus was a governor and he was a master of horses. That's what his main name meant. Asa, A-S-A, was a physician or a healer. Simon was a listener and a hearer as well. Names were fixed immediately after the birth, except for John the Baptist, which is referenced in Luke chapter 1, verse 13, and also the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 1, 21, because those names were given to divinely before their birth 
names were bestowed um, on both men and women, the same names on men and women. Um, for example, Abihail was in Esther 2.15, a man, and a female in First Chronicles 2.29. And we see the same thing today, that Peter is a boy's and a girl's name, and Francis is a boy's and a girl's name, and Robin is a boy and a girl name. So there's a precedent for it. Names also were connected with family relationships, and many ta- names were taken from relatives. Um, there were names of religious significance. In other words, John, the name of John, was a gracious gift of God. Samuel, God heard, or the name of God. And names with L, that is E-L, meaning God incorporated as in Israel or Eliakim. Names changed um, by God's direct intervention. So there was Abraham, who was in, which was breath, and he became Abraham, and Sarai to Sarah, and of course Jacob to Israel. So why we're looking at names today, we want to lay a foundation about the awesome significance of the name that is above all names, that name of Jesus. And we can't do with that without looking at some of the names of God in the Old Testament. We can't also overemphasize the importance of the names of God in theology because of all of the biblical theology of the Old Testament could be reduced to the meanings of the names of God. And I'm only going to touch on a few of them today, but there are many. But every aspect of the meanings of the names of God point to who God is, who he was then, who he is today, who he will continue to be because he's eternal. The Old Testament, of course, is the book um, about the nature and the work of God. And each name God uses in his revelation to us points out certain aspects of his person and his character for us to understand. So let's begin. Let's, let's start to dig a little bit now. First of all, we want to look at Yahweh, Jehovah. It speaks of his life and his being. He is the one self that possesses eternal life, essential life, the permanence of his name, the permanence of existence, and Yahweh is the true, the one and only true living God. I'm going to go through these quickly. So if you want to make notes or you want my notes afterwards, just let me know. Elohim, in Genesis 1, verse 1, the first word in Scripture used for God expresses his greatness and his glory. And it contains the idea of creative and governing power. It's used over 2,500 times in the Bible. Isn't that incredible? Elohim. El Shaddai. Psalm 90 verse 2 and 91 verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall rest in the shadow of the Almighty, El Shaddai. It suggests the all-powerful nature of God. Shaddai is connected with the Hebrew word for breast and it also signifies nurture and nourishment and supply and the ability to satisfy the child. Pictures of abundance... And pouring forth from this word come with the blessing of El Shaddai. Amazing, just amazing. When you do a word search and you start to really look into the Hebrew words and then in the New Testament, the Greek words, it gives you the most incredible foundation and understanding that we're not just skimming the surface, but we're going below the surface to really understand what God is, who God is and and what he wants to say to us today. 
Adonai confirms the concept of the Trinity and is used in Psalm 110 verse 1. The Lord, Yahweh, said unto my Lord, Adonai, speaks of ownership or mastership and that God is the owner of each and every member of the human race and he asks for our complete obedience to him. And then we come to the redemptive names, the names that have drawn us to, to, to Jesus, those names that are redemptive by very nature. Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides for our needs. For example, in the Old Testament, Isaac asked Abraham where the sacrifice was coming from, that God would provide a sheep. And Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide deliverance and God will provide for all of our needs. Jehovah Rapha in Exodus 15, 26, I am the God that healeth thee, speaks of our total healing, body, soul and spirit. The Jehovah Rapha who heals in the Old Testament is the Jesus who heals in the New Testament today. Amazing. Jesus was manifesting his name to the disciples when he healed the sick. He was manifesting that he was the Jehovah Rapha, God come in the flesh to bring the healing that we would all need. He went to the cross to de redeem man with the sacrifice of himself. You see, he was God's provision. He was the Jehovah Jireh. God provided that sacrifice for us that we would be able to know God as Father, know Jesus as Saviour, know the Holy Spirit as our comforter, our teacher, our Lord. <laughs> and it's an amazing thing. And we'll get into that a little more. Jesus was God's provision. He was the Jehovah Jireh, providing deliverance, God providing salvation through him. Jehovah Nissi was one we don't hear very often. God, my banner, refers to the rod that Moses used at the Red Sea or when he brought water out of the rock. The rod was a symbol and a pledge of God's presence and power. And when he lifted that rod up, that authority was in the rod. And he struck the, ro the rock and the water came out. And it's a sign of deliverance. And it's a sign of salvation. And Nisi speaks of God lifting up a standard. God lifting a standard in our lives. The standard is Jesus. The standard to not drop below is the standard of Jesus in our lives. And we see also that when Aaron and Hur were holding up the arms of Moses, holding up, Moses was holding the rod and the war was going well and, and the battle was not overcoming them. But when Moses' arm dropped because Aaron and Hur didn't have the strength to hold it up, the battle went, went against them. So it's holding up that banner of Jesus and his name in our lives. And when we use the name of Jesus as our Nisi, our banner, our rod, we have that incredible act of power and strength as we lift that name of Jesus in our midst. It's just incredible too because... Just like that, Moses raised a, 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 a stake in the wilderness with a serpent on it. But Jesus was raised up on the cross as a banner. Our banner, Christ crucified for us. And that's the banner for the church. It's the sign of the authority that God has given to the believer. We raise the name of Jesus in our midst. How incredible is that? 
Jehovah Makedesh, the God who sanctifies. Leviticus 20 verse 8, to sanctify means to dedicate, to consecrate, to make holy or set apart or separate ourselves. Holiness is one of the most impressive and incredible attributes of God. God is a holy God and to come to him, we've got to come in the righteousness that is ours through Christ Jesus. We can't come just boldly without having confessed Jesus. We're under that covering of Jesus. But to to know God's holiness he gives us his Holy Spirit and he, he works from the inside out, making us the image of Jesus. We are those living stones built together and God is at work in our lives building not perfect beings because none of us is perfect but line by line, precept by precept, God is building in us, wiping off those rough edges, cleansing us, creating in us those clean hearts so that we can be the righteousness of God in this world that needs to hear about Jesus so much. The spirit of the living God is given to us so that we have the power to overcome the stuff that is coming against us. Jehovah Shalom, I love this. God, our peace. Judges 6.24. Israel had been in apostasy and was under bondage to the enemy. And God appeared to Gideon as a deliverer. And he called himself in this verse, Jehovah Shalom, in a confident and amazing anticipation of victory that was coming through his peace. The name speaks of harmony, of relationship or reconciliation based on the completion of a transaction. In other words, the payment of a debt, it's paid in full. And Jesus, our Sar Shalom, is our Prince of Peace. Amazing. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. And you know what? The word shalom was used in biblical times. It's still used today in Israel, all throughout Israel. Shalom is the greeting. It's the, it's the hello. It's the, the goodbye. It's the how are you. Shalom is the word that we speak. And when we're doing that, we're speaking Jesus as peace into every situation. And, you know, we have friends in Israel and when we write to them, we always say shalom and their name. And we close with shalom and their name and our name. And it's just an amazing thing. But you're speaking peace. You're speaking the shalom of God into every situation. Jesus is the atonement. He is our peace. His complete peace comes when we speak his name over every situation. Jehovah said, Canoe, God, our righteousness. Romans 3.10 says there is none righteous. No, not one. And for us to be righteous, we need to be clothed in God's righteousness. And that's what happened when Jesus took our sin upon himself. God made him who had no sin to become sin for us. A free gift through faith in him. The name also reveals the incredible gift that God has given us in Jesus. Jehovah Rohi, God my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And the primary meaning of a shepherd is to feed and lead the flock to pasture, as a shepherd does. But God is the shepherd of his people. And this shows the love and compassion that God cares for us. And he leads us and he protects us from the wolves and the enemies who would attack us. And they are many. But God, our shepherd, is the one who watches over us. Jesus is described in John chapter 10 as the good shepherd and Jesus was the complete fulfillment of this Old Testament name for God. Jehovah Shammah, 
Jehovah is there. God is there. Ezekiel 48, 35 describes the great city of God saying that the Lord is there. Speaking of God's continued presence with us always in the tabernacle, in the temple of the Old Testament, his presence was always in the midst of his people. Jesus in the New Testament became flesh and brought the tabernacle amongst amongst us and through the new covenant his presence is now in believers as the living temples of God we are the living stones of God we are the temple of his holy spirit and revelation 21 3 states behold the tabernacle is with of God is with men and he will dwell tabernacle with them and he promises to never leave us or forsake us so what does this mean What does this all mean? And that is a really, really quick overview of some of the names of God in the Old Testament. We see in the ministry of Jesus a fulfilment of all the meanings of God. We see in the ministry of Jesus the fulfilment of every aspect of God in the Old Testament, brought into the New Testament, into the New Covenant. And all these names that reveal the character of God, that point to who he is, Jesus is the fulfilment of all of those names. Every single one of them, all of the names of God, are Jesus today encompassed with every single one of those elements. And I've had the words of so many old hymns running through my head this week. I've been under some stuff this week and working through some stuff, as I'm sure you all have. But I've been speaking Jesus over every situation that I've come across. And as I've spoken Jesus into each situation, I've seen his power come through. I've seen the glory that he brings when you bring Jesus into the midst of what you're going through. He is the name that is above every name. You see, that's why we teach in his name. That's why we pray in his name. That's why we preach in his name. That's why we speak the name of Jesus. That's why we worship and bring the name of Jesus right into our midst. The word says that if you bring, if you lift Jesus high, he'll draw all men unto you, unto himself. And what an incredible thing that is. So we see every fulfillment of God brought through into the New Testament, the new covenant that we can all partake of. Because of the incredible goodness of God in sending his son to die for us. That every aspect of God is encompassed in Jesus. And that name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that's the tenet that we stand on. And that's what we build our life on. And that's where we build our hope and that's where we, we look to when things are hard, when things are tough. When things are not going the way we should, we know that they should. We speak Jesus into that situation. We pray in the name of Jesus over that situation. You see, when we bring Jesus into the situation, a lot of people you can talk about God to, but the moment that you bring the name of Jesus in, they don't want to hear about it. You know, it's incredible, isn't it? You thank God, you thank God, you thank God, you you just refer to God. But the moment you say, this is what Jesus has shown me, and you see shutters go down. But with others, you see the, the eyes lighten up and the hearts open. So it's speaking Jesus. Let's dig a little deeper. We pray in his name. John 14, 13, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. Incredible. 
In Acts chapter 5, revival spread throughout Jerusalem. The high priest said they were forbidden to teach or preach in his name. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Acts 5.28. Did we strictly not command you to teach in his name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. We speak healing in the name of Jesus. And in his name, through faith and in his name, has made this man strong. Acts 3.16. Whom you now see, yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. There's power in the name of Jesus. And they did not want the name of Jesus spoken because they were still waiting. The Jews were still waiting for their Messiah. But we know that he'd come. He'd come in the flesh. His name is Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Incredible. They did not want things of Jesus spoken or taught or healings to be done. They'd rather see someone dead rather than speak Jesus over the situation and pray over a situation. And how different is it today? It's not at all. It's not different at all. We still have a saviour who wants to save the world. We still have the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. That name of Jesus that is powerful, That name of Jesus that we can speak and see the the waters part and we can see the rocks crumble and we can see the clouds move in the sky because when we, by faith, speak Jesus into a situation, God begins to work because he activates, we activate faith and we activate it in the name of Jesus and we see God at work in our lives and through our circumstances. And how awesome is that? How awesome is that? Am I the only excited person here? (laughs) The name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, he is amazing. And there's not enough beautiful words to describe him because he is our God. He's our king and he is the saviour of our soul. He's the lover of our soul. He is the one that cares about every aspect of our lives. And as we submit ourselves to him, as we come to him and speak Jesus into our hearts, as that love for him rises in our hearts, we can declare his lordship over our lives, over our families, over our community, over our circumstances, and we can trust in him because he's not a man that he should lie. What God has spoken, he will accomplish. What God has said, he will do. He is amazing. He is amazing. Oh, Lord. There's power in the name of Jesus. We speak his name wherever we can. Jesus is our deliverer, Acts 16, 18. And this she did for many days. This is a a woman with a, a familiar spirit. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out in that very hour. The name of Jesus will set the captive free. The name that is above every name. There's no other name under heaven by which man can be saved but the name of Jesus. Jesus is also our provider. He's our gyra. Whatever we ask in his name, according to his will, he will do it. He is also our baptizer. Acts 19.5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Jesus is our baptizer in the Holy Spirit as well. Mark 1, 7 to 8, there comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. This is John the Baptist speaking. 
I indeed baptised you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. And there's healing in the name of Jesus. Jesus is our healer. Acts 2 verse 6. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walk. Isn't that incredible? The same Jesus that healed, those same apostles that healed in those days, the same name of Jesus is available for us today to speak the healing that we need and into other lives who need that healing as well. He's our redeemer. He's our salvation. And I've already said this. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. He's our banner. He's our nissi. He goes before us into war. We lift the name of Jesus before us. As our day starts, when we know that we're going to have a particularly rough day or anticipating some issues, lift Jesus as our banner to go before us. The high praises of God in our mouth as we lift the name of Jesus and praise his name, that's a banner. Praise goes before. Judah always led the way into battle, one of the tribes of Israel, always It was always the praise that went first before the battle. And what an example that is for us today. Lift the name of Jesus, praise him as we do battle. We've seen some incredible answers to prayer this week. Absolutely incredible answers to prayer. Because we've praised him through the midst of the circumstances. We've praised the name of Jesus. We've lifted him high. And we've seen the miracle working power of God in our circumstances. Jesus... It's all about Jesus. He's our righteousness. He's our peace. He's our victory in every circumstances. He's the one who's paid the debt for us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace because of what he has done for us. Amazing. We're forgiven. We're washed. We're cleansed. We're filled. And we've set with a purpose that only God can give us. That it's about building for eternity. It's about impacting lives with the name of Jesus in our community, in our family. And we all know people who need to know the saving, healing power of God. We need to be able to speak that name of Jesus and shine Jesus wherever we go. That name that is above every name. That name that is above every name. The name of Jesus. Unbelievable yet. So believable, so powerful, so mighty. He's our refuge. He is our strength. He is our shield. Jesus is our wisdom. The Bible says, "If you, those who lack wisdom, ask and he will give in abundance. When we don't know what to do, ask for wisdom. Come in prayer and ask in the name of Jesus and he'll show. He'll show us how we need to do it. Jesus is the word made flesh. He dwelt amongst us. And John 1, 14 says, And we behold his glory. As the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 
And then I love this in Colossians 1. It says from verse 15, He, that's Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. Verse 19, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And by him, by Jesus, to reconcile, to make good all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. There's power in the name of Jesus, power to break every chain, power to break every bondage, power over every sin. There's victory. In the name of Jesus. Acts 4.29 Now Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. You see, there's power in the name of Jesus. And that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells bodily within each one of us as believers. And we can stretch out our hands and pray for the sick and pray for those situations and that we will see those signs and wonders as we preach the word and preach in the name of Jesus. You see, I just, I've been so into the book of Acts this week, the last few weeks as well. And it was the early church, they were consumed with the power in the name of Jesus They taught in the name of Jesus. They were imprisoned for preaching in the name of Jesus. They were forbidden to teach in the name of Jesus. They reached out their hands and spoke healing in the name of Jesus. Those signs and wonders followed them. And I firmly believe that the glory of the latter house, that's the days we're living in, is going to be greater than the the glory of the former house. And we're coming back to a place where the book of Acts church is going to rise up again. We don't know what the future brings, but we do know we've read the end of the book and God wins. And in the meantime, we get on with what he has for us to do. But for faith to rise in us as we speak the name of Jesus and to believe that he's going to break through, we're not serving a dead God. We're not serving a false religion and we are not saving a God who doesn't have power today to break through into circumstances. There is a world that needs to know the love of God and there's a world that needs to know that Jesus died for them and there's a world that needs to know that he is the answer for everything that ails this society And for us as believers, we know that. But sometimes we need to be reminded of just how incredible our God is and just how able he is. And that in speaking the name of Jesus into every circumstance, we can make a difference in our world. That we will not grow weary with with well-doing. Knowing that in due season, we're going to reap a reward. We're going to reap what God wants to do if we faint not. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep speaking Jesus. And you may not have seen the answer to prayer that you wanted, but you've got to know that you have a God who loves you, a God who knows the beginning from the end and everything in between and everything else that goes down in him 
is a divine purpose. So one day we'll stand before him and we'll know, we'll know, we'll know, we'll know. He will download to us the answer to every question we've ever asked and why things didn't go the way we wanted them to. And it's okay because we trust him. He is a wondrous God and he's given us the name of Jesus. He's given us Jesus as Saviour and Lord. Let's get back to the basics of preaching the gospel of Jesus, of preaching the name of Jesus, of preaching the power of the Holy Spirit to do those miracles that he wants to do today. We might feel like we're tired and weary. We may feel like we are flat. We may feel like the spark's gone out. Come to Jesus today. Ask him to reignite that flame. Ask him to breathe on you by the power of his spirit. Feel You may feel so disappointed and discouraged because stuff hasn't gone the way you wanted it to. You're not seeing things that you want to see. Come back to realign your sight and your vision and your spirit with God so that he can work in your circumstances. He can work in your situation. He can show you the things that he wants to do in you and through you. Make those decisions today because today is what we have. This moment is what we have. We don't know what's going to happen. We walk out of this place today. But we know we've got now. And it's time to make those choices. God, I want all of you. I want more of you. God, ignite that fire that has gone out within me. Ignite those embers. Breathe on me by the power of your spirit. Make me useful in your hand again. Bring back to life those seeds that are in my heart that have died. Lord, that resurrection life that I can be used by you. Ignite hope. Ignite a passion. We've got to have a passion for Jesus. Because he's the light of the world, as Rachel said in her communion. And this world needs to see the light in each one of us that we can make a difference. A church empowered by his spirit, motivated, motivated by God to speak Jesus, to bring salvation, life and hope over every circumstance. Today in this house, as I close, I'm going to close in prayer, but I just really sense that there are some in the house today that really need that fresh revelation of the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, that every knee would bow and every tongue confess Jesus. I just got a sense today that there's a, there's a line in the sand that God wants us to cross over today, coming back to those basics, like the church in Acts. That we would be so committed, so focused on doing God's will in our world. In this, in this community, this amazing community of Murray Bridge, we need the love of God in our hearts so that we can speak that into our world, into our circumstances. And it begins with the name of Jesus. So let's pray. And I'm going to open the altar after we close um, our online service. But I just really want to encourage every one of you, don't leave it till tomorrow. 
If there's something that is on your heart, there's something that's worrying you, there's something that, you know, it's keeping you stuck, it's robbing you of your joy, it's keeping you in bondage, bring the name of Jesus into that situation. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we praise you and we thank you that you have given us the name that is above every name, that every name and every aspect of yours, Lord God, in the Old Testament is the fulfillment in Jesus, Lord. And Father, we thank you today that you've given us Jesus, that he died for us. Lord God, that you sent your son to die for us, that we might know salvation and that we could come into relationship with you. God, for those of us who don't know you, those who've walked away from you, I pray, Father, right now that you would just draw them to yourself in your love, that each one under the sound of my voice would not hear my voice, but your voice saying, come back to me or come to me, come to me, that, God, you would touch every heart and as people commit their lives to you today or recommit their lives to you today, Father, for a download from heaven, And Lord God, for a forgiveness of sins and a washing and a cleansing, Lord God. And I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would just minister to every single one. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, please tell someone. Get in touch with us online. We'd love to help you with your relationship with Jesus. But for those of us who know you, Father God, we thank you that you've given us an incredible weapon and it's the name of Jesus. We praise you, Father God, for the testimony that you've given us. We thank you, Father, that, Lord, as we pray in the name of Jesus, as we, as we teach in the name of Jesus, as we praise the name of Jesus, as we walk in Jesus' victory, as we take hold of the things that you've done for us, that the name of Jesus is the name above every name and we give you praise and we give you thanks. But, Lord God, ignite in us a fresh passion, Lord God, and a fresh revelation of the power that is of the name of Jesus and that we can make a difference in our world. Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would just touch our hearts, Lord God. Breathe on those embers that have nearly gone out, Lord God. Create in us those clean hearts, renew right spirits within us, Father, that we can, God, be restored to the joy of our salvation and the purpose that you have created for every single one of us on this world today. Lord God, I pray for my brothers and sisters today in this house. Lord, minister to each and every one of them. For those online, I pray, Father God, minister to every heart today. Lord God, that you would minister your compassion as shepherd for those who are hurting, those who are lost, those who are discouraged, those who are desperate, Lord God. We speak life. We speak the name of Jesus over every circumstance. And we give you, Father God, all the praise and all the glory and all the honour. It's all about you and Lord God we just thank you that you have given us this life and there's a purpose in Jesus name we thank you today for the name that is above every name the name of Jesus and everyone said amen Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am.